Country Brothers Podcast. I am Dominique Johnson. This is Dewan Johnson. And we are the Country Brothers. I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't think people get it. Uh, this is like the, the 21st episode. Uh, no matter if you've, if you've made it this far, then you should know why we call ourselves the Country Brothers. I'm not, I'm not This week, I'm not going to explain it. But I just wanted to be out there that if you don't know, you shouldn't have skipped directly to fucking episode 20. I think that's what a lot of people episode. are doing. Niggas be going all zigzagging and shit. L- listen chronologically. Yeah, don't zigzag. You're going you gonna to miss out on, on the uh, Country Brothers canon. You're going <laughs> to miss out on these, <laughs> on these references. It's like going to li- listening to Comedy Bang Bang and listening to something from like fucking 2019. When you don't get none of the reference from 2010. Yep, basically. You, you don't know what Hey Nong Man is. What, what's, what's Hey Nong Man if you never heard that episode? You would be confused <laughs> as fuck. Why they keep saying that? I, it ain't funny to me. Well, you got you to gotta hear, hear it from the beginning. Yeah, you got to know that Alan Jackson pre-9-11 is dope. Post-9-11, I don't know. He's a little bit of a weirdo. Or maybe he's not. I don't know. I don't listen to post 9-11 Alan Jackson, so I, I wouldn't know. He came out with an album last year. Yeah, and that shit had 30 songs on it. <laughs> right? That shit was like, I, a, I, I tried to give it a chance. That shit was an hour and a half. I was like, no thank you. My man said, if my uh, album comes out under uh, two hours, the terrorists win. I know. Oh, so people like movies? I'm going to make an album as long as a movie. <laughs> I'm gonna get these people their money worth. Like, nah, nigga, keep it, keep it 45. Yeah, that's that's what the people want. People want a 45 minute album, unless it's like a Dave Matthews Band live album or something. And make that shit fucking 10 hours. I want the num- number 41 to be at least 20 to 30 minutes minimum. Shit, I, I, the okay. Here's my motivation for having a girlfriend, so I could just like make her listen to my number 41 playlist. <laughs> I got a, I got a playlist that's all the live versions of number 41. Uh I don't listen to that shit all the way through all the time cuz it's 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 a lot even I know that. But every once in a while just fucking sit down, get trashed and put on number 41 and let that shit play for like 3 hours. Yeah. Every time I go on YouTube cuz the only time I'm really on YouTube is when I'm drinking at the house and I'll always Fucking for some reason end up listening to number forty one, but it like I said, it's under Victor 50. Wooten. Yes, that's the best one. That's the best one. That shit is. But fire, then I just baby. want to start looking. I'll I'll start seeing the other ones. It's like eight minutes. Nigga, I don't want no eight minutes. Five minutes. I know the song's like the song's like five. <laughs> shit, you add another three, you might as well not even play the song. That's also, in, in my opinion, the best uh, Dave Matthews Band song ever. I mean, I, I put it. I put it. Uh, One can make that claim. I put it top five, maybe top three. Num- number one is a song that I'm gonna bring up later when we talk about uh, we talk about the albums. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let y'all know what the number one Dave Matthews Band song is later. Now, now I'm like one of those YouTube videos. You can stick around for the motherfucking for the promo like code. Click, click that, smash that like button. Yeah, <laughs> smash that like. <laughs> <laughs> niggas, give us five stars on uh, niggas, Spotify and I- iTunes and such. Actually, yeah, do that for real though. <laughs> yeah, do that. Don't don't not do that. Don't assume that other people are doing it. Actually, do it. All right. Uh, so we we gonna we gonna get in this show here in a minute, but um, I, I've been I've been going through some motherfucking country blues at least on Sunday. Man, the the, okay. the Bucks got beat right. 
So at first I was at the bar. It was a whole big old thing getting there. So I finally get there. I got there the second the game started. There was a seat for me. I was like, cool, let's do this. Yeah. Bucks was playing like trash. I'm sitting there in my little Tom Brady Super Bowl jersey. My uh my homies showed up. And we was, we was just, you know, hanging out, drinking and shit. We was getting blown out. I was like, you know what? This is for the best. I'm okay with us getting <laughs> I would prefer us to get blown out. Is it Man, like on that, that that Rick and Morty episode when he's like, I'm okay with this? Basically. <laughs> nigga, I, I laid back, I ordered another picture and was like, hey, whatever happens, happens. I'm gonna just fucking, I'm gonna keep drinking, I'm gonna get trashed. Then in the fourth quarter, Brady started doing Brady shit. The defense came back and we we looked like we was about to win the game. Under normal circumstances, that's what would happen. Not not with Cooper Cup. Not when you got a defense that's like Cooper Cup led the league in every uh, wide receiver category this year, but we're not going to double team him on the uh, last play of the game. Why Why would would we do that? Yeah. So then I end up getting fucking trashed. And I'm like, you know what? We got we we got to go. This motherfucker start bugging me and shit. Are you really a Bucks fan? How long? I'm like, nigga, why do you care? How long I've been a Bucks fan? You know that's why I kind of don't. Questions. That's why I kind of don't really care about sports that much anymore. Is because people like that, you're just trying to enjoy the game, and motherfuckers want to start trying to like talk shit a little too much or be like, oh, you're a Duke fan. How long you been a Duke fan? Nigga, since 92. Oh, that's when they got good. Motherfucker, I was nigga, 10. Nigga, since your mama <laughs> bought me some Grand Hills, bitch, beat it. Right. What do you want, what do you want me to do, Sean, motherfucker? I've been, a, I've been a Providence fan since, what, Lamar Odom, motherfucker? That's what you want me to say? Fuck, I'm a fan hey, of shout Wichita out, State. shout out any Providence fans. Hey, if, you from, if you're a Providence fan, right on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess they're doing okay this year. I don't know. Fucking, fucking good on you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I probably wouldn't have went to the bar if I wasn't watching it with some buddies. So I was like, eh, this is a playoff game. I'll watch it. It turned out to be a good game, but you know, then I went to uh, Trustworthy, got drunk with Winston. Who we who we, we gonna have him on one day? We gonna have him on one day. But and now and now we gonna talk about is tuning and changing guitar strings. Yep, he's a he's the master <laughs> at that. See, if you go back and listen to, you wouldn't get that you wouldn't get that that callback if you just skip to episode twenty one. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta stick with the. You gotta, you know, chronological order is what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But yeah, you do anything this weekend? Or you been listening to anything? Uh, this weekend I I worked a lot. Uh, the brewery that I work at had like their uh, two year anniversary, so we were pretty busy, and so I didn't really watch any football. But what I have been listening to is a lot of. Uh, Submit that that fucking disaster of a thing when when you were young fest that everybody's yeah. been talking about. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of that stuff, and so I was on TikTok yesterday, right? And and obviously they fucking know that I've been talking about fucking when you were young fest. So that that's I'm seeing a lot of those TikToks, and somebody was saying that it's gonna end up being a like a virtual reality thing. Which is super lame if that's the case. Who the fuck said that? That sounds stupid. That ain't going to be... How? Why would... Okay, why would AFI and Bright Eyes be on the same... Be on the same bill in in 2021? That's that's the red flag right there. Because they got the same fans. Why wouldn't they just just tour on their own, though? Hold on. let Let me ask you this, though. Do you like Bright Eyes and AFI? I mean, yeah. Okay, so shut the fuck up, nigga. You, you, you just answered your own question. That's why they on the same fucking. It's not like they nope. touring together. Nope. Because the, the 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 people that still listen, the people that still love AFI, and the people that still love Bright Eyes. No, those are those are divergent fucking uh people, and they're it, both you, you gotta, It it depends on the age groups. If it's if gonna people, be a bunch of people our age. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Forty so and the, up. The, the AFI fans who like uh, AFI from uh, let's let's say the cutoff is uh, my fucking uh, not Miss Murder Mortal. Joint, yeah, Miss Murder that that album. That's the that's the cutoff. Everybody after that, that's some that's that's for tweens and shit, right? But those are the same motherfuckers that like Bright Eyes. 
And they're like Jimmy Eat World and shit like that. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that I think I think that's just, just a, a bridge too far for me. It's gonna be I a bunch of old niggas in their forties. Somebody gonna like try to start a pit name. Like, no, nah, ain't no. Nah. Just play a song. My, we gonna my man cool out. Everybody gonna try to find a way to just be in the back. I don't know how it's gonna happen for everybody to be in the back. Guys, come up with front. A hand. Nah, my man. Nah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to beat traffic. <laughs> be like, nah, it's too loud up there. Somebody, there's one dude trying to start a pit. I'm, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm gonna go get another beer. That's, I've been that's, on my that's, that's uh, one of the main bands I've been listening to since uh, apparently last week. Uh, Mercury was in Gatorade. I was listening to the uh, the what's what's it uh, Block Party because they got nice. that Mercury and Retrograde song, and then I just went down that rabbit hole of like the Coke era music. I was oh, listening yeah. to a lot. I was listening to a lot of that. <laughs> I, I never, I never did cocaine, but I remember seeing everybody do it at the bar in like two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. Two thousand three, and they're doing, they're, they're about to, and they're coming out with a documentary based on the book "Meet Me in the Bathroom" about like that era and like the New York scene and shit. So, like, nah, yeah. they need to do it about the Tempe, Arizona scene, my nigga. That's the scene. Shit. Shout out Tempe, Arizona, two thousand three. Straight scumbags. If you never, if you never been to the road for fifty cent pat, you never lived, brother. If you weren't part of the reason they had to shut that bar down and completely retool their business practices, you 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 weren't there, my man. You you ain't about that life. I saw a one man army there, bro. Last show. <laughs> I, Were I did. You there? I wasn't there. I was I, there. I that, show, that show is actually really dope. <laughs> oh, fucking! I'm sure it was. There's a uh, you know, PQ PQ PQ, dope ass punk band. They got a. Uh, I mean, they, they got a whole bunch of dope songs. But there was one that I was listening to, uh, and I've been listening to kind of nonstop since last week, called Adult Party. The shit is fucking jam. I like PQ PQ PQ. Because like they be writing lyrics, you be like, "Damn, nigga, they, that's right." I I do be doing that shit. So oh, I'm they're one hundred percent on board with like the like the older millennial punk rocker. Oh man, <laughs> I'm 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 gonna read y'all some uh, like just just a few of the lyrics. So this, this is like how it starts. So it goes, uh, "Nobody shakes hands anymore. It's all hugging." Hey, and that and that's the right way to do it. You see your friends, you hug. So uh, nobody shakes hands anymore. It's all hugging. I don't make much, but I still make something. I bought you guys a bottle of wine, but it's not the kind that costs. It's not the cost more than six dollar kind. Now here's the best part. Here's the part that rings true. Don't thank me for those twelve beers because they're mine. I'll be nice and say what I think, and I hope no one notices how uh, much I drink at the adult party. Eight to twelve thirty. Split a six pack and get to bed early. That shit. That's was how I was like operating, <laughs> like before I before I got my crew together. Like these are my friends, and I was just like, I don't know nobody in Arizona. I guess you invite me to your party, I'll show up. Nigga, I would be like, so y'all not gonna, oh, so y'all not gonna drink? Y'all gonna like eat 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 snacks and talk? All right, well I'm gonna um, I'm gonna drink this twelve pack I bought, and then just leave fucking hammered. Like all right. <laughs> Is this, Goodbye. Is this what, <laughs> shit, you know, you walk in a party with a 12 pack, you can't even assume that that's something that ain't to share. Unless I bring two 12 packs. Or well, if they're paps and I'm like, eh, as long as I get to drink at least nine of them, I think I'd be all right. <laughs> if 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 I'm feeling good and there's some left, I will donate the rest to the fund. Don't nothing. Don't be don't be going in my stash now. Now now, now that pap. Don't nobody else drink paps. That's for me. Nah, I carry that shit around. I got your white claws and your, your your Bud Lights and your Miller Lights. Carry that shit around. I remember when I was in uh, this college. This is for me. <laughs> when, when, when I was in college, I had one of those. Uh, remember those beer belts? I thought it was so cool. <laughs> yeah. Like it was on some bullshit back in the day. Oh man, nigga! If it was a fucking drinking apparatus, I bought this shit, boy. The flip flops with the bottle opener. 
flip up the ball opener, going to Home Depot and be like, hey, can you make me a, a, a beer bong, but with the little valve on it so I can fucking twist and shit? So you don't, you don't got to put the kink in the little tube? Like I had, man, I was, it was straight degenerate shit. 2003, Tempe, Arizona, my nigga. I don't give a fuck about nothing. <laughs> Went to, uh, what, what, what other bars was that? Oh, you had the, uh, the Straight Cat. Palo Verde, Straight Cat. Uh, time, well, time, time Out Lounge was, I think, just barely opening. Obviously, uh, Yucca, when they had the stage on the other side. Uncle Monkeys. Oof. On a on a on a uh, if it, a very rare occasion, if it was just like nigga, I'm trying to go to a bar, drink little pitchers, of fucking uh, Miller High Life and get trashed. But that was your last resort. You go to Uncle Monkeys if you was like, all right, I'm gonna go in there. I'm in and I'm out. You go to Uncle Monkeys if you murdered. go to Uncle Monkeys if you met like a little uh, like one of those random like really loud chicks. Yeah, like if like you met some skater girl who looked like she yeah, like, might do drugs, but she probably don't, but she probably do. But she's kind of cool. Yeah. And then you'd be like, she's like... She's not high right place. now. <laughs> They'd be like, Uncle Monkeys is your favorite place? Oh my God, I go to karaoke there out of time. I was like, well, I guess right. we'll, we'll right. see. <laughs> see what's up for tonight. I don't know if we're going to be able to... I don't know if it'll make them continue this, but uh, all right, y'all got Uncle Monkeys tonight. Let's see, see, see what's up. Yeah, that was that that, that spot was dangerous. Like, I can't, be, I can't fuck with it. Now, now it's uh, high rises in fifty-five and older communities on the actual campus. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even know that. Uh, well, I knew Uncle Monkeys closed down because that dude got murdered a few years ago. No, Uncle Monkeys is open. No, it ain't. Ain't Uncle Monkey's closed down, didn't it? I'm thinking of Monkey Pants. No, mon- Monkey Pants is the one in Tempe. I'm talking about Uncle Monkey's. Oh, the one on uh, across the Philbertos. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about that. That yeah, that place was debaucherous. <laughs> you can go in there if you just don't give a fuck. All right, hey, let us let let us know in the uh, in the DMs what <laughs> debaucherous ass bars y'all used to go to. We need yeah. to know. Shout out to Bachery Bars. Oh shit. Well, all right, we can probably get into what we are uh, gonna be talking about today. So uh Reese Palmer came out with the uh with the list of like like our uh twenty twenty two list of uh like dope black country cats. Uh, I mean that—that that ain't what she called it. That's what I call it. <laughs> the new name. Te- I know. Uh, Reese Palmer's dope country ass Negroes. <laughs> uh, but it, it's the Color Me Country class of 2022. Uh, so I picked uh two people from there uh, whose albums I like. Not that I didn't like the other ones. We just gonna talk about them uh on future episodes. So probably like the next one. It's six of them, so we'll just do it two, two, two. I think that that's the like easiest way idea. to do it. For sure. And, and then Dewan did a uh, a thing on our Country Brothers Instagram about whose album uh, we should listen to. Was it Bellamy Brothers? and uh, Or, or and, Keith uh, Whitley. And Keith Whitley. And uh, I think it was tied up, so Dewan had to make a, a business decision. It was 50-50. I went with I went with Keith Whitley. The album I did the uh was it LA to Miami. So let's 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 talk about that one. Uh were were you familiar with him? I, I didn't even know the nigga existed other than I like I've like kinda heard his name mentioned. I knew of the only reason why I kinda knew of Keith Whitley is because uh just all my times working at record stores and you would see you really wouldn't, and it's really weird. Now it all makes sense. He passed away like when he was thirty-four, and uh, and it kind of makes sense that you don't see a lot of his like actual albums, but you see those weird generic ass greatest hits. Oh yeah, you know the ones. Yeah, <laughs> be like four ninety nine, and they sound like shit. I know some some random entrepreneur uh, bought the rights to like fucking. Uh, 12 random Keith Whitley songs. Yep. And decided and to put out like, greatest hits. 
And I always remember my man's hair. And I was like, man, that dude got some dope hair, but I ain't into that 80s and 90s country music, so I never gave it a chance. No, what you thought when you saw him was like, that dude fucks for sure. Man, all those 100%. 80s. Dude, those 80s, those 80s and 90s uh, like covers for like the country artists, the men at least, they all like had that like fucking big dick energy. And then the chicks was just like, I'll fucking cut you. <laughs> I know. Damn. I and go drink a beer afterwards. <laughs> like, nah, I, I, I see I see old, I see old Winona and Naomi over there. I'm a, you know, I'ma just chill. I'ma just chill. Yep. Say hi. I'ma wave. I ain't trying to get stabbed. He's like, I, I'm not here for your bullshit. Jody Messina will fuck you up. Fuck. <laughs> fuck, make you fucking feel some things some bad things mm-hmm. but yeah like so I've always been curious and I'm glad I've asked a question because I'm like alright I finally get to listen to it and uh I really I, I like this album <laughs> It's just like how we did the last uh, 80's album it's a very 80's album the yeah. moment you listen to it it's just fucking those weird scents that don't make sense. Just like the blues and the R and B. They had yeah, that that's what you, you use. You're like You gotta review it with that in, in within that prism. Yep. And so I was like, all right, I'm putting on I'm putting on my eighties, my eighties glasses and uh let's listen to some motherfucking Keith Whitley. Uh I'm pretty sure you got some songs that you want to talk about. The but the the first one real quick was uh Miami, Miami, and it, it was it was a good song, but I couldn't I couldn't get past the fact that like that's what it was called first of all, and uh, he kept saying it, but I guess it was meant to be like a uh, like an endearing kind of thing, but I can't imagine that a, a, a woman. So there's two things wrong with this song. One, the the, the woman named Amy, he keeps saying Miami, Miami. Like it's a cute thing. I would imagine that that's something that like a, a woman might be into the first couple times. Like, oh, I get it, Miami, Miami. You met me in Miami. My name is Amy. Yeah, but how cool is it? How cool is it that like the album's called "L.A. to Miami"? But he had to he had to like let you know that it doesn't mean Miami. Technically, it does, but it also means Miami. But I'm thinking about that from her perspective. Like, mm. all right, nigga, I get it. Like, like my, my my name is Amy. My name is my not not Miami Miami because he seemed like the type of motherfucker that would have just like he keeps saying it, beat that joke into the ground until she's just like this this you know what this ain't working out. Keith, Keith, we, we need to talk, Keith. <laughs> my name is Amy. Okay, yes, it was in Miami. It vaguely sounds the same, I guess, but uh, just stop introducing me as that. My name is Amy, not Miami Miami. But the second the, the second problem I have with it. Is so he's like a like I, I assume I, I don't know how big of a star he was, but he, he seems popular. He probably goes on tour. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this Amy girl isn't like his girlfriend. It's a girl from Miami that he like goes back and sees when he's like in town. It was right? the '80s, baby. They were swinging. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So this is a girl that in. You know, if you're a musician, you're on tour or something, you probably have like people that you hit up when you go to certain cities or whatever. It's like, is this really who you're writing a song about? Like, if you if you you make it seem like she like been waiting on you, she ain't waiting on you, bro. Ken, hey, Kenny Rogers was in town last week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, she gets she, she really down by no snouts, baby. He wasn't no yeah. slouch. Come on, you better put some respect on that man's name. Look, I ain't saying that man was a slouch, but he he shouldn't be worried about what he need to worry about is motherfucking Ricky Van Shelton coming into town. My swinging man, in talking about what up, the, Amy? Look at the cover. Look at the, my man out here looking like uh, Loggins and Messina. And you you think he can't pull over uh, Ricky Van Shelton? Bro, Come Ricky on. Van Shelton. Ricky Van Shelton was on an episode of Baywatch. 
arguably the most bonkers episode of Baywatch of all time. First of all, why are you watching Baywatch? I did a, <laughs> I did a, uh, I did a Baywatch podcast with. Uh, I was a guest on one with uh, my friends uh, Charlie and Zach. I, you know what? Now that I think about it, I want to have them on to talk about that episode because it had. Uh, it had Ricky Van Shelton, who I didn't realize was like a guy until that episode. Uh, I guess he was like famous and shit. Uh, and then it had uh, fucking what, what's her name? The the I think the girl that sing uh, that that song. Uh, this one's for the girls. Martina McBride. Martina McBride. I don't know. If she. Right. You know. What, I might be thinking of a. I don't know. If she sings this one's for the girls. It don't matter. But it was like Martina McBride before she was like famous. Famous. So she she pays the young ingenue. Uh, my man plays himself, and it's wild. But the point is this: if that nigga show up in town, Miami, Miami, she ain't she ain't looking for Keith Whitley. You see what I'm saying? Nah, he see here's here's why you're wrong. When he Hank Junior come to town, nah, he wouldn't <laughs> look. Think about it. He wouldn't have wrote that song. This isn't pre- like him presuming anything. He's made that trip from L.A. to Miami many a time. He's in there. He's like, baby, I'm, not, I'm coming I'm not home. He's not. Miami. Easy. Nah, you... She, you, she, okay. she missed that man. She missed Keith Whitley. You can't tell me that if Mark Chestnut rolled into town, she gonna be like, sorry, Mark. I like your jukebox song, but, uh... Keith Whitley got my heart. That ain't happening. Damn yeah, right. So Keith Whitley, meanwhile, Keith Whitley in another town, Keith Whitley's in motherfucking uh, Pasadena or some shit, going like, nah, sweetheart, my heart's in Miami. With Miami. You get it? You get the joke? You get the joke, baby? Miami, Miami. She lives in Miami. Her name is Amy. It's Miami. Nah. Mm-mm. She I think, Keith, I think Keith Whitley might be an incel. No. I'm gonna add, I'm going to add him to the list of my country music incels. No way. There is nothing. <laughs> you know what? And that's a, that, that's another good thing I think about this album. Is there was nothing inherently cringe about it. Like it like lyrically or just the way it sounds or anything. I'll tell you what though. My song is the uh the second song on there, I've got the heart for you. Yeah, that when was When I a good first, one. you know why? Because it sounds like a Marvin C song. A little bit. It's it's it sounds like he's about to start talking about licking <laughs> lollipops and wearing uh fucking blue fucking suits with with the blue shoes and the blue hat to match. That sounded like a that sounded like one of them nasty <laughs> grandma and grandpa blues songs. Yeah, the only difference is Keith Whitley won't say pussy on record. But <laughs> he, he he got the vibes though. Yeah, he that, thought it. He 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 said that shit uh as soon as tape stopped rolling, he was like, you know this song's about pussy, right? <laughs> you know what? I'm like, I'm like, let me let me call up Amy. Let me see what she's up to. Take my private jet to Miami, Miami. I've made this new song for her. Honestly, Not- this was a good album. I liked, I get the picture. Like the, the, the one, the one thing I will say uh, is <clears throat> he might not have been like lyrically on a par with George Jones, but I do think he had like a, a bit of George Jones in him. Like in the, I was thinking like, that too. Like his, his not the cadence, his sad but his songs. Lyrics. Yep. Uh, yeah. His sad songs don't <clears throat> destroy you. But they make you go, damn, I, all right. That oh, that character is going through some things. Because yep. there's, a, there's a song on there uh, that I think my favorite song on the whole album is uh, On the Other Hand. Uh, yeah, is, man. <laughs> if it's anything I like is a, you know, uh, like a star-crossed lover kind of song, like that that Dylan Earl song. Yeah. Like, and that brings me to what we were talking about earlier, the best Dave Matthews song. Is say goodbye. He's like, yo, baby. Xavier, play a little bit of play a little bit of uh say goodbye 
then play a little bit of uh, On the Other Hand by Keith Close to me all night long There's so many loving things I'd love to say to you On that hand there's no reason why it's wrong but yeah so he, he I, I, it's dope because he's like yo baby we we can make this work but you're married you're married i can't fuck with you look like, at i'm a good hand. guy <laughs> i know <laughs> bitch, bitch, why, why are you why are we even doing this hey you know what look, 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 look at your left hand what what, what what do you see that's different from your right hand you know what though? He couldn't hang out with Robert Crayden. No. <laughs> Robert Cray didn't give an F about nothing. <laughs> Robert Cray was like, man, I look, look, I know I shouldn't have did this shit. Z and, he uh, couldn't hang out with none of the blues dudes. ZZ Hill, <laughs> Lil Milton. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh That's right next door. <laughs> I I love listen like right next door by motherfucking uh, uh Robert Cray. God damn boy. That, that he was he was like, look, I, they they fighting because of me. I was over there smashing. I knew she was married. Now they now they about to break up. Oh well. And he just over there listening. I know. <laughs> got, a, got a bag of uh, those those old uh, planters cheese balls. <laughs> My man said she was right next door, and I'm a strong persuader, but she was just another notch on my guitar. I'm like, God, it did. This like, what do you say? Uh, and now she's with the man who really loves her, but he's just like, oh, I, I fucked that up anyway. I'm like, damn, my man, you don't even care. Fucking Robert Craig just wakes up and chooses violence. <laughs> he's like, that phone booth, nothing. His whole catalog ain't nothing but like grime, him being grimy. Yeah, I, I like, I like it. I, I just love a, a grimy blues or a grimy country song where motherfuckers just like, and. And nigga, she yeah, she married. I fuck don't don't get mad at me. What you want to do? That that's what that's what Johnny Paycheck would have been like. Like what you want to do? <laughs> Johnny what, Paycheck, what's up? <laughs> he would have cut his ear off. I know, nigga. I drink fifteen beers. I don't give a fuck about nothing. <laughs> I call my Mexican friends. <laughs> and, uh, I'll give real quick. I, I do. I'll, I'll say I'll give this album uh, three and a half out of uh, out of five and a half stars. I think that's accurate. I think three and a half is uh, is good because there's a, there's a couple songs that I really wasn't into, but nothing like was super bad. But there's a song on here called uh, "That Stuff," which I don't know if he. Like had these kind of tendencies on his other albums or maybe in his live shows. But that stuck out to me because it sounded like that uh jam band shit I used to listen to. Yeah. It was like I could hear like Keller Williams or fucking like whoever, or like government mule or some shit, like jamming on that for fucking 30 minutes. Uh because they was they was already jamming. It was a repetitive song they had fucking solos I, that stuff i think is the best song on the album but i like on the other hand because i like the uh the lyrics and the music i think were fucking pretty great yeah i agree with that i like i like listening to these albums and like in these eras of country that like we have zero relationship and like zero reference for because we can just listen to we we can listen to it with like all the, like the knowledge we have of like just music in general, and not necessarily graded on just like is this a good country album? Because you can tell that he fucking inspired like everybody we like. Yeah, it's country. It's one. It's not a bad like. I, it, it would be if I if you're being a butthole, you can be like, ah, but again, overproduced or whatever. But it's just everything was overproduced in the '80s. So you just not gonna like nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna like everything. Uh, so now uh, we talked about that. Let's talk about the uh, the Reese Palmer class of 22 
dope black people in country music. What up, Reese Palmer? What up? Shout, shout out, shout out, Reese Palmer. Out there doing big things, representation and shit. You feel me? She will dunk on you. So the uh the people who made the list, first of all, uh shout out to everybody who made the list. Uh Tony Evans Jr., George Clark, Madeline Edwards, uh Michael B. Witt, uh Julia Cannon, and Tay Lewis. Uh, that was the dope black people who play country music, uh, presented by uh, Reese Palmer, presented by uh, Pepsi. Now you know. Uh, they made me say that whole thing. But uh, yeah, so today uh, I told Dewan that we're going to listen to the Tony Evans Jr. and the uh, Joy Clark EP. And we can talk let's about start the, with the. Let's start with the Joy Clark. Yeah, start with the Joy Clark. So I just think this is some shit that if I had just discovered it myself, I would just listen to it. Like it really reminds me of uh like Sunny War. She she reminded me of uh that a lot. I can uh, see it. But she's also like has her own sound, like her own voice, like physically her voice is very uh unique. I like Even her, her voice. songwriting, you can tell it's like just her. It's real personal it's like it's to her. her. Yeah, yeah. And that's what uh, really got me in it. I'm like, ah, she ain't got like an album album? I want to see an album. Like I would pay, I would drive to downtown LA to go see Joy Clark. <laughs> traffic traffic be damned. Because uh, I think that would be a phenomenal show. Like the the songs are like, pretty as fuck and you know if i like anything i like a pretty song you know what i mean the songs are pretty uh the the mute she's a damn she's a hell of a goddamn guitar player she can can make that six string sing baby shit out there don't give a f about nothing playing that guitar making you feel feelings and shit you might cry a a tear or two shit you might be like fuck around same emotions same. Yeah, me too. And I kind of did that, honestly, on a... <laughs> there was... I mean, I wasn't crying, but there was a uh, there was a song on her uh, her 2020 EP, which is called Here. And there's only four songs on there, but I think all four songs are really fucking good. Yep. Go out and listen to it. They're all phenomenal. But there's one song called Love Yourself. And it's a great song. The lyrics are great. But what got me... I'm not a big fan of the uh, of the songs where it's basically I'm black and I grew up around a whole bunch of white people and they was mean to me and that sucked and now I'm, I'm in a position where nobody's going to be mean to me but they shouldn't have been mean to me when I was a kid. I'm not a big fan of those. I, I, I get the, 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 like the, the point uh, of those kind of songs like, hey, you know, it's, it's rough being a little black kid when you, you ain't got a whole bunch of the black people around. But it, the, the, the problem I have with them is that they're so general a lot of the times. It could be anyone's experience. Mm-hmm. But that Love Yourself song, that had, to me, the specifics were specific enough that I believe that they were her, but also relatable enough that I feel like uh, any black person who had to like uh, eventually come to terms with being quote different uh, or having motherfuckers like fuck with you because you were weird or just fuck with you because you were black and it wasn't a lot of black people or being like black people don't play guitar, black people don't play country music, uh, black people don't what, they don't do A B C or D. But I mean, basically, the song is like base. She basically is like I get I got to a point. I'm like, all I can do is just be me, and yep. uh, I love myself. And I think that's, I think that's a, a something that's relatable to a lot of black people. Whether it's you go to a new school or you're like when you first get to college, and you know, like, do I want to have to code switch everywhere I go? Uh, code switching the motherfucking thing. Eventually, you stop. Hopefully, uh, eventually, you stop code switching and you just be you. 
like what you like, let people motherfuckers know what you like, and either they fuck with you or they don't. And I, I think that's what made that song, uh, Love Yourself, fucking so powerful. It's, it's beautiful. I loved it. Xavier, play a, play a little bit of uh, Love Yourself. Play Clark. I had my baggy jeans, a fresh white tee, my hair flowing free, the wind That shit is fucking dope. I played that shit like five times on my break. My favorite song on the uh, the EP was uh, "Here," and I think just the uh, just the straight up acousticness of it. It reminded me of like early Dar Williams and like early like Kathleen Edwards and like that like kind of like Northeast like folk kind of stuff. Yeah, and I was like, man. But it, it didn't it didn't sound like I don't know like pastiche or it didn't sound like she was like biting somebody else's style because like you said the way her voice is and the way her lyrics are they're like that's, that's fucking Joy Clark that's I'm already in Joy Clark land now yeah but I, but I it can was, see myself making eggs in the morning throwing some Joy Clark make some motherfucking eggs Shit. you gonna, can you, can you make some grits though I made some grits the other day and they turned out like dog meat. No, I think I might chill on some grits. I bought some blood sausage, some uh, some some pork blood. You gotta I'm listen to Merciful Fate if you gonna if you gonna cook that. That's not that's not Joy Clark music. You gotta make yeah. it. You gotta make a big salad. You listen to Joy Clark. Xavier, play some uh, play some Merciful Fate, and then play uh, a Orange Cassidy interview. with Mr. Cassidy, but uh, global sea levels have been rising over the past century and the rate has increased in recent decades. What are your thoughts on this very serious global situation? What? Chef, what are you talking about? That's got nothing to do with this situation. Next question. Mr. Cassidy? Sea level continues to rise at about the rate of one-eighth of an inch per year. A higher sea level enables storm surges to push further inland and therefore increase the extremely dangerous flooding in coastal communities. Failure to minimize our fossil fuel use and reduction of carbon emissions could be devastating to the estimated 40% of the population of the United States that lives in these coastal communities and globally eight of the world's largest 10 cities. Thank you. Yep, see? That's what you listen to when you when you're making blood sausage. I don't even know if it's gonna be good or not. I probably wasted seven dollars, but we'll see. But back to Joy Clark. We we like it. We like her a yeah. lot. We like. It. I'm gonna give it a a, a a plus. I'm gonna give Joy Clark an A plus. I'm gonna give it an A plus as well. Shout out Reese Palmer. That that's that's how I found out about it. See, she's doing the Lord's work. Yeah, we would have been out here. Fucking Joy Clarkless in our life. Living a living a sad Joy Clark. I'm going to write a song about what, how my life would have been had I never heard of Joy Clark. Would have been walking it's around be like, some, like some real schmucks. Some fucking dweebs. <laughs> Not knowing anything. I'm going to write the saddest song I could think of and just be like, ultimately, fucking, you know, I never had, if I, if I never had Joy Clark in my life is what it would be called. But it'll basically just be that Merciful Fate song that we just played. Uh, so yeah, I think we said what we have to say about Joy Clark. Uh, I think everybody should check her out. Uh, hopefully she comes to LA soon because I would like to go. Cool, cool. So the next cat that we're going to talk about, Mr. Tony Evans Jr. What, what, what did you think about Tony Evans Jr.'s album? You know what? Lyrically, and even kind of musically, he reminded me more of like the, like that '90s, like mid to late '90s, like 
not necessarily easy listening, but like the the all like I don't remember like uh like the smooth grooves. Yeah, like like this is like the 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 like pre John Mayer. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's making like, sexy like, music for adults. Like Evan and Jaren. And like that's not even being pejorative. Yeah. But like yeah, you know what I mean? The calling and 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 the was it the default? Yeah. And like Tal Bachman, just stuff like that. It reminded me I, I felt like that's where my ear wanted to take it. But he also has like his voice is one hundred percent like made for country music. But he I got, just he got a dope voice. His his voice is dope. But I felt like the the like lyrically and like tonally, it kept trying to drag me into like more of like a like a like a late nineties adult contemporary vibe, which I, I love that stuff. I I sometimes I'll just put that stuff on, just jam it for a couple hours. Like shout out, shout out, simply to. red. Oh my god, that <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, everybody should go listen to some motherfucking Simply Red. My man had the my Star man had the red me. hair and and hitting the high notes. Yeah, he he made he made having red hair cool. Um, but so I, I just want to say I, I I did like the album. It's another situation where you have to adjust yourself. Be like, all right, this isn't something that I'm accustomed to. Let me listen to it with uh, fresh ears, and I was into it. Uh, I, I, there wasn't legit any uh songs that i was like eh, this is bad uh yeah, or any songs that. that i i skipped but there, there 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 are some uh some some lyrical peculiarities uh that i will uh call them so i'll uh, let you drive this train and i'll uh yeah i'll chime in so i'll i'll, I'll go down the uh we're not it's not going to be every song uh, because again, I think that you know all the songs are fine, but there are only six songs on the uh, on the album. But I think some are worth mentioning uh, than others. So, dinner for two. Dinner for two uh, is basically one of those songs like Duane was talking about, like the '90s. Uh, basically, it's it's a uh, when I get home, get ready to fuck, but like sexy and not not crude uh like me so i'm gonna hit y'all with a uh a, a quick lyric real quick so it starts off he's like uh and keep in mind the dude is like 23 i think so he's 23 which this which has made it more peculiar to me uh he goes uh baby i've been waiting to get you all along you got on your makeup and i smell like cologne it's hard to keep me off of you. Go on and give me one more kiss. The rest of the evening is going to be a little something like this. About to fire up the candles and turn down the lights because I got something planned for us. Put on your favorite going out to dinner shoes in the little evening dress and your sweet DR perfume. Bring your pretty ass down those stairs. Baby, I don't mind if I stare at you. Skip a little bit. He's going to have a dinner for two. But then on verse two, he goes... Hold on, before we get, before we get there, if you, would, if you just uh, say that... Without like any context and like that's just lyrically, that's just like, hey, who do you think did these lyrics? What song is this? Like Bobby Blue Bland, nineteen ninety four, members only. <laughs> it's well, that, John tone. B. John B. in nineteen ninety six, nigga. Maxwell, yeah, did Maxwell sing that lyric? So, that could, but that's the thing. That could be the like, early, that could be the nineties. That could be a fucking Johnny Taylor lyric. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, it, it again, it's not a bad thing. And then in verse two, he goes, uh, all these family pictures hanging on the walls. We got Teddy Pendergrass blasting through the halls. So that's what got me. That's what made my brain go, hey, wait, huh? Ted, Teddy, what? Huh? So that's when I had to find out how old this nigga was. So he's, he's 20. I was like, then I was like, damn. If, if, if if I ever put on seriously some Teddy Pendergrass when I'm trying to have sex, I think the girl that I was trying to have sex with would probably be like, what, what are you doing? Why are you being weird? Just fucking put on the office. 
in the background. <laughs> Put on first take. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, the the one thing your lady want to hear is Stephen A. Smith yell about the, the Cowboys. Hey, somebody out there must have had sex the first take before. Uh, let, let me, hey, let, if you've ever had sex the first take, uh, let me know how the that sweet went. Sweet docile tones of Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman yeah. before he went to the other show. Yeah, let me let me let me know. I, I'd be interested to know. But what a, what what a, what a reference of all the references. My man if said put, Teddy Pendergrass. You know what would happen? Like if I put on Teddy Pendergrass and I was trying to get tender. I probably just I'd probably fuck it up and just start singing the songs and then like turn off the lights and come on and like right you kiss them or whatever I would stop and be like turn them off <laughs> because it's 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 absurd like who who who's putting on sexy music now I'm not around everybody who has sex maybe some people do maybe people put on some motherfucking some some Sade. maybe some people might put on some some genuine like the the music hold on, hold exists on. If you listen to Sade lyrics, that ain't really nothing that you want to like get tender with. There's but it, a it's, couple it's songs the music, with... though. It's it's the it's the it's the it's the music. Nobody's listening to the lyrics. Hopefully, nobody's in, in, in interpreting lyrics. <laughs> if 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 you having sex with a girl or a guy, or if if you're the one who put on the music and you're having sex with that other person, and they're listening, they're like trying to decipher: is this a good sex song? What's Diamond Life really about? Is that Diamond Minds? If you're trying to think about that, you not you might as well stop. You might as well stop having sex with that person. You might as well call about, it a night and talk about the issue of blood diamonds. Yeah, you just hey you you there to have conversations because yo yo you you not doing sex right. Now I'm not saying I'm I'm great at it, but I think I can keep your I think at least minimum I can keep your attention for what five or six minutes. I'm gonna give you five or six minutes of where you can't decipher song lyrics after that i don't know am i on my game or not after that after that you're gonna put put on baki (laughs) (laughs) or or fucking be like hey you want to watch attack on titan from the beginning after i'm done are you have you uh have you ever seen hunter hunter (laughs) i could put that on when i'm done (laughs) hey we can watch one of these old boxing matches if you want to (laughs) Hey, you know what? I uh I, I missed that uh that Chiefs Bills game. Uh after we finish up and clean up a little bit, you wanna watch it? I haven't hey, seen the whole thing. The NFL network got it where like they just cut out all the dead air. You we can just go straight through it. It's fine. Hey, have you seen Eternals? I got Disney Plus. <laughs> I remember, I remember me and Renee watched uh, the Teddy Pendergrass documentary, <clears throat> and I've never really I, like. I knew he was like a sex symbol, and I knew he was like a like a good looking dude for the most part, but I never like seen him like be on stage and be commanding. Man, Renee was sitting up there looking at that man. I was just like, "Damn, I ain't. I don't, I don't look like that." <laughs> I was like, I can't even grow a beard. And I ran outside like, where where you going? (laughs) To the gym. (laughs) I'm going to buy some vegetables. Next thing you know, I put some Beijing on my my face. (laughs) I'm trying to... (laughs) I'm over here trying to talk like this now. I know, what's wrong with your voice? Nothing, baby. (laughs) Yeah, you know me. Uh, Y'all trying to go to the brewery later? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's do some brewery stuff. It I was, don't know. Was, Maybe hit up Star in there. <laughs> it was it was Teddy Teddy Pendergrass and and my man from Tax. Oh, uh, Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines. Oh man, you could shit. You put on Greg. You put on the Gregory Hines vehicle. I might as well just go in the other room and fucking sit in silence. <laughs> I think I think Gregory Hines and uh, Prince had sex with everybody's mom in the eighties. I, I firmly believe that. That's, you know what she just fact. said to me? She said, "See, this is some bullshit." She hear me? She she gonna sit there and say, "Oh, you can get some tap shoes." Damn, Damn. Nigga, you better you better learn how to dance. 
<laughs> better get your better get your. You know what? I think that's a good segue into the next song. Uh, we've never danced. <laughs> so, I like this song. Uh, I like I love the way that it starts because it's basically. Uh, I-, I think it goes like they meet two people meet and they're like they can't dance and then they uh they have their wedding day and then they wants to show people that they can dance and then they have uh then they're at like one of their kids weddings and they have to do like the fucking daddy daughter or the mom son dance or whatever but it starts off with two people like i, I forget if they're like on a first date or if they just meet at like the at the bar or whatever and they're like talking or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, uh, she keeps looking at the dance floor." And he's like, "I see you looking at the dance floor. You want to dance?" And she's like, "I can't dance." And he's like, "I can't dance neither." And then both of them just like, "All right, fuck it, let's just dance bad." I wanted the whole song to be that. I wanted the whole song to be two niggas just going, just three verses, two people going different places. <laughs> <laughs> and dancing bad, but not caring. That would be you know, the you know sweetest what? thing I've ever heard in a song. You know who could write that? Dale Hollow. Dale, Dale Hollow, Hollow could, could write, write that, that song. Dale Hollow, if you're listening, that. I think you can write that song. All right. I, I, th- I think you could. That, that, that shit sound, that make, make that shit tender as fuck. But I, I really did want them to just, uh, <laughs> just fucking dance bad for fucking three and a half minutes. Uh, as it stands, that, the song is good. But that'd have been great. That's 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 how it should be. That's that's love. When neither one of y'all can dance, you just like, well. <laughs> that's when you go to I a guess. wedding and just be like. All right, we're already nine beers in. Where there's no, it's 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 only seven thirty. <laughs> we're in it for the long haul. Let's let's have some fun. You 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 mentioned nine beers twice today. That must be your magic number. Is that is that your cutoff? Like nine you get is... to nine. If if you have more, you 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 gonna you gonna be shit faced. But you can stop at nine and still function. Is that is that your cutoff? If we're talking regular beers, just like if I'm drinking Paps, just like a fucking uh, Paps or Coors Light. I can do I can do nine. Any any more than that, I'll do more. But then I'll I'll end up sleep on the floor looking stupid, waking up like how how long have I been asleep? You end up like me on Sunday, fucking come home, pass out at six thirty, miss the football game, wake up to a bunch of texts talking about what an incredible game. So I woke up at 12.30, couldn't go back to sleep because I basically got a full night's sleep. <laughs> did you did you just sit and watch Righteous Gemstones then? Nah, I tried to make myself go back to sleep. <laughs> I had to go to work the next day. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I couldn't go back to sleep. It fucking sucked. But it, it was worth it. It was a great it was a great night with friends. But uh, did you have anything else to say about that song? That was just, that was just a, a bit that I, I, I thought of. I don't have no, I think I think I kind of had the same the same thought. Like like I said, I I like I like all the songs. Like they just outside. If 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 he if well, I'm assuming he the one that wrote those songs too. My man's pen game is strong, but the 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 songs sometimes don't like match his uh match his country crooning voice. I guess. But also, it does kind of too, though, because that's the other thing. Like, that might be the wave right now in uh, country music. We're just not privy to it. You know what I mean? Like, we're we might be off the boat. We might be missing like what's going on. Uh, I find that hard to believe. I am the boat. You feel me, Xavier? You know play, I mean? Xavier, play the boat. So real quick, the 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 very first song on the uh, album is uh, "Ain't a Cowboy." Look, I know 
that it's not, you know, you don't write songs as you unless you like Jans Lankman or some shit. But you 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 write songs as a character. I get that, right? But the first song is called uh, Ain't a Cowboy. And it's basically like, I I don't got broad shoulders. I don't got the confidence. But if I was a cowboy, you you like me. And then you look at this dude. And I'm like, Nikki, what, 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 what are you doing? What's, 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 what's going oh, on? Oh, sexiest man of 2022 looking ass. I know. <laughs> you don't need no cowboy it's, hat. Right. I walk in, I walk in, the, I walk in, the, I walk in the honky tonk with my cowboy hat on. This motherfucker walk in. I'm like, man, what are you doing? Like, yo, man, my man, let me let me cook for a little bit. You know what? Go over there, right? I know. There. <laughs> I know. Can, can I can a brother get some space? Can there he go? The, I know. The the intermission is my time because we can talk. Let me be funny. You you don't you can vibe with the music on. This motherfucker, I'm like, yeah, get out of here. Motherfucker going up to going up to you. I'm going to eat your cornbread. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, ah, damn. You know what he is, huh? All right, man. Just, we'll, we'll, I'm going to just enjoy the songs. Okay. <laughs> you, you out there trying to, uh, trying to just hang like, oh, Tony Evans Jr. just walked in. Well, I guess I'm going to drink these nine beers alone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me and everybody else in the corner just fucking at the bar. Back turn to the band, like, well, yeah, I came here to fucking honky tonk with some girl. You got Tony Evans Jr. over there. He can't dance with, he can't dance with fifteen girls. What he, what he is? He's he doing it. <laughs> he can dance with fifteen girls. And I'm sitting at the bar with you guys, and everybody's like, yeah. But he got good songs though. I say, all right. Hey, better luck next time. Better luck next time, fellas. You know what? We all gonna get in the gym. I'm gonna learn how to play guitar. <laughs> Then, 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 uh, somebody come over like, guys, have you seen my wife? <laughs> like, yo, let me buy you a beer. <laughs> you, you, you are not gonna like the answer. <laughs> yo, but they're showing your wife Teddy Pendergrass songs. You, <laughs> you better step your game up. <laughs> Motherfucker pull, pull, pulled out a, a, a family size frozen uh, lasagna. Time back now. I'm making dinner for two. What's, what's up? Can't even get mad. Can't even get mad. Tony Evans doing you walk in and steal your girl. You what you gonna do? You just gonna let that happen. You you might you might approach him and be like, yo man, that's I mean we 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 married man. That's my wife. And he might be like, all right, cool. I don't roll like that. Yeah, you know. But then he'll be you. like, but let, let I'll let her make the decision. He just like walks away. <laughs> and she like shrugging at him. <laughs> Oh, 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 you know what? You know what, Tony Evans Jr.? I don't think you're that kind of dude, brother. That's an outstanding brother right there. He ain't out there stealing, stealing probably, people's women's. Probably, probably the nicest, coolest dude on the planet. We we, we turned him into uh, <laughs> fucking Jody. We turned him into... Damn, said Jody got your girl and gone, Jack. <laughs> Man, probably in a loving, committed relationship. <laughs> probably communicates openly with his uh partner <laughs> you know if he is having sex with multiple people everybody's on the same page donates to charitable causes right believes a, in the a, women's right to choose had a 4.0 grade point average in school saving for the future yeah, a 401k you know that's a that's a good brother right there you know what? Sorry, we have to put all our insecurities out on you, my man. I apologize for that. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that we like your music, my man. We like your music. Everybody, yeah. listen to the Tony Evans Jr. album. You know, and we, we, you know, we got other jokes to make, but uh, I, I think I think we made our jokes. We we already been on it for uh, an hour. So yeah, like Dewan said, basically. Uh, I, I really did like it. Uh, next week, we'll talk about uh, two more people from the uh, Reese Palmer dope-ass black country folks uh, presented by Mitsubishi. Vroom, vroom. Uh, shit, they made me say that, too. I don't even get paid. I'm doing these ads for free. And, but, well, uh, we still got triangle space, so use that promo code. 
Tony Evans Jr. steals your girl. <laughs> yeah, all for, one uh, word for for zero percent off. <laughs> for you Matter get to fact, pay extra. You, yeah, you gotta pay extra. <laughs> you gotta you gotta pay pay the toll. You gotta pay the fee, like Adam Green say. You gotta pay the toll. Remember, we was obsessed with that album. I don't know why I went back and listened to it. This shit is trash. Or was I obsessed? I think we both were obsessed with it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is he was weird, like moldy peaches and shit. So whatever. I don't know. He got like two good songs now, but I went back and listened to that album a couple weeks ago. I was like, it's what, what is yeah, it? it's, it's a bit much. Listen well, to the new before we leave. Listen to the new Pedro the Lion album. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, that new Pedro the Lion is dope. Uh, and also, I'm about to uh, as soon as we get done with this, I'm gonna watch uh, AEW Rampage. And uh, is is wrestling? I want everybody to know that my favorite female wrestler is legit Layla Hirsch, and my favorite male wrestler is Orange Cassidy. So that tells you a little bit about me. Uh, you and can follow me on social media at the Dom Johnson. Uh, where can people follow you? You can follow me at what is mine? Oh yeah. Polecat underscore Supreme. And if you care about TV, I usually give some hot takes on television shows. I'm watching Righteous Gemstones right now. And uh, Station Eleven, two very different shows. Um, I had to kind of start watching, but I think Renee's off the boat on that right now. That new Sex in the City show. It is God awful, but it's like hate watching it for fun. But it's still pretty bad. And other than that, just watching Martin and and, and enjoying enjoying some good television. Also, yeah. real quick before we go, if uh, if anybody is watching Attack on Titan in real time, hit me up. Or if you just want to talk about Hunter Hunter, hit me up. We we, we can talk about uh, Kurapika and and Gone and what they and what the next what the next about, adventures are. And if you want to talk about well, if what well, Uncle Baby Billy did on the last episode was right or wrong, let me know. Hit me up. Tell me how you feel about Uncle Baby Billy's antics on, on episode three of Righteous Gemstone season two. And if you're as excited about the rumbling as I am, and keep in mind, I'm anime only. I haven't read the manga. But if you're excited about the, uh, the, the, the rumbling on Attack on Titan, let me know. But y'all don't have to keep letting us know about shit. Let us know about the things we just mentioned. Uh, I think that's 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 gonna be the end of the show. But uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Xavier Johnson for producing and editing. Uh, big old shout out to Matt Rebellis for coming up with the dope theme song, and then the genius, the man, the myth himself, uh, Mike Matola, for coming up with that uh, logo. And uh, we. We're going to be coming out with merch soon. Uh, I think it'll be fun. Get you a Country Brothers shirt or a koozie or a hat or something. I don't know. All right, y'all. That's it. I'm out. Bye. Boomer lives. Wait, that's not us. Never mind. Bye.